Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Christy. We are having conversations of a not-so-balanced life. Our goal here is to help you get past the good enough phase of life and begin your growth journey. We are a community of women supporting women. All right. Hi, friends. Hi. We made it through another week. Um, Hopefully you listen every Monday. If not, uh, we do drop episodes usually around Sunday night, Monday, so that you can start your week with us. Um, We are both sipping a cup of coffee and excited to chat today about the importance of kind of understanding yourself and some tools that you can use to start that journey if you haven't already. And how do you start? Where do you start? And where we are ourselves? Is that right? Is that what we're talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're We're going to wing it. We have a plan, but we're just going to see where the conversation takes us. How about that? So I'll start because um, this week I was asked by a client to do a print assessment. And it was something that initially I was like, I don't really want to know more about myself than I already do. Um, If you followed along with us for a while, then you may or may not recall we did the what were the assessments that we did last year we did the Myers-Briggs uh-huh and then also the Enneagram print is another version of those yes so I, I did them because Christy made me and then <laughs> I was like oh this is so in- insightful and then promptly forgot about it um so like I couldn't even tell you right now what what I scored on that a year ago Christy could you tell me what you are so, well, hold on, before we- Hold on, but you totally can, right? <laughs> I could tell you, sort of, but so before we get there, you, the thing you just said hit, hit a spot there. You're like, Christy made me. Which <laughs> is totally fine, but it's just funny because when you said it, it really resonated. Apparently, I do things like that a lot. <laughs> it's like, I, I mean, I don't want to do it, it, but Christy says I need to do it because I need to understand myself and I did it. But I'm like, oh, there's no value in this. I don't think that that's uncommon. I think people like you who enjoy learning and want to know and want to grow and want to learn and that's fine. And that is important to you. People like me who are like, I don't need to know more about myself. I already know myself. Well, at least I feel like they resonated with me. I don't know. You guys could totally think I'm a snob. Who knows? It just, I didn't feel like it was for me. So to get back on track. So my client asked me to do this and I'm like, meh. I don't really know if I want to. And then I ate a snack and then I was like, well, maybe I am interested. <laughs> so you were hangry is what you're telling us. Okay. Yes, Talking. exactly. So, so I was like, okay, I guess I'll find out what this means. And it is truly insightful. And um, I'm having a debrief uh, with my client who's a therapist next week. And I'm excited for the debrief, but it's really interesting to learn about like things I already know, but it's putting it into words that I would have never associated with myself. And it also talks about the importance of triggers and how, what triggers, what may trigger you because identifying the trigger is how you heal. So anyway, that's my long introduction to why is it important to know yourself, Christy? (laughs) Well, I think we've talked a lot about creating the life that you, like you as an individual love, not that society tells you you should love, not the success measures that society tells you you should use on your life, but like something that you, a life that you actually enjoy waking up to every day, right? Mm -hmm. Or or at least moving down that path. And if you don't know yourself, how do you know 
what it is that you value, what it is that you enjoy, who you are, even if, you know, like if you're, if you're single and looking for a relationship or if you're looking for a job, if you know who you are, you can find a person or a position that better aligns with you. And so you're going to feel better being with a person going to that job every day. You know, like if you, if you know that you are just off the charts, extroverted, it's probably not going to work out for you to be with somebody who's super introverted and never wants to leave the house. Right. Yeah. And that's just like a small example, but also like even in that same vein of extroversion, introversion. So essentially, if you don't know what that means, extrovert, pretty outgoing, you get your energy from being around other people. Whereas introverted, you can still like being around people, but you really (laughs) need to find that time away to get your energy and like recoup it's, after well because it's draining it's being around people yeah. a draining experience <laughs> that, I'm an introvert <laughs> well, I think I'm an extrovert but I occasionally will get introvert on the Myers-Briggs and I think it's because I do like being alone sometimes but I love being around the right people though that's the key for me right like it's draining for me to be around people who are complicated and hard to talk to if I'm with a bunch of people that I vibe with, oh, could be around them all day and excited to be there. I tend to absorb personalities. So mm-hmm. when I, cause I'm an empath. And so when I am in spending too much time with negative people or extroverted people, it just, it's so much more draining on me. I am trying to make my kids introverts. <laughs> because that's not true but like I enjoy me and my kids I enjoy like my family and my kids just want to play with other kids and I get it but like I don't want to make friends with other parents (laughs) so yeah making I mean making other parent friends is kind of hard sometimes but the point is figuring out who you are and then what you want out of life will help you create that life that you love of the tests you've taken Megan what was the one that you felt like resonated with you the most I think it's print which you know the report that it generated I'm looking at it right now it's it's got a lot of information in it um, and if you've never heard of print you have to work with a print therapist to get the results because it's not the kind of thing that you like like Myers-Briggs where you answer some questions and then it just here's the standard the questions are all different and they're catered to you and the responses that you give. So it's a, it's a different assessment for every single person that takes it. And, um, you kind of, you rate which one you're more aligned with based on two statements and whether you're heavily aligned or not really aligned. And so you go through these questions and then at the end, it kind of gives you your report. And so there's like, major and minor reasons why you are a distinct print is, is how they, they describe it. Now, I am not a print expert. This is my first time with this experience, but there's some really useful information within the report. And I think understanding yourself, and I'll give an example. So on the call with the client, she had said, you know, to somebody else, Hey, I know your print. So I know that you are going to take on more than you have time to do. So I'm going to tell you right now, you're at capacity and you don't need to do this next step. So it's interesting because she is now the boss, right? Understanding the people on her team can identify the people who are going to always say yes, because they're people pleasers like me. And 
say, you really have enough going on. Let's pause and take a step back. So as in from that management position, it's extremely helpful to understand your people. Now, as an individual, for me, what was interesting was the trigger piece. And if I look at the list of triggers that it produced for me, completely spot on. And some of them, it's like, I didn't even realize that it was so spot on until I got the report. Again, understanding what triggers your emotional reaction is Mm -hmm. important to finding the root cause of that trigger and healing from that trigger so it doesn't cause you to trigger in the future. Again, all of that leading to a more balanced life and allowing you to live a life that you love and enjoy. Yeah, that that works for you, that you feel like fits. You're not forcing things that don't align with who you actually are, which I really, I did like the Enneagram. I feel like, and maybe because I went to business school in college. I took the Myers-Briggs so many times that I was like, I hate this test. Like, I never want to take this test ever again. But the Enneagram I did like, and I think it did give you some some of the same factors. I think I looked at Megan's current assessment. I did not take that one because you have to find a coach, et cetera. And I was like, eh, too much work. (laughs) But it talks about like deepest fears, core motivations on the Enneagram, like key personality traits. And just various things like that, growth tips, all the things. So, you know, I think whether or not you take a bunch of them or just take one, if you're kind of feel like you're stuck or not sure what that next step in life is, maybe do some sort of personality test or even like Megan and I put together a word of the year document and you can find a bunch of them online where it it just walks you through figuring out what are my core values, values, family, adventure, friendship, security, I don't, you know, like whatever those are for you. There's a million of them. I'm just naming a few to give examples. Figuring all those different things as to who you are and what you value will help you then figure out where to go in life. And make decisions based on those values. What's really interesting is most therapies, most, you know, getting to know you start with what are your core values, what is important to you. So if you haven't spent some time to identify that for yourself, that's the place to start. It truly is because how do you know, how do you know where you're going and what step to take next if you don't know that? Otherwise you're just kind of walking around hoping that things are going to work out for you. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's kind of like if you have a goal and you create a plan to achieve that goal, same thing, right? Like you have you have an end goal in mind and then you can kind of determine those steps that will make you successful and help you achieve that goal. Mm-hmm. Same thing in creating a life that works for you and feels right for you. You know, what's interesting is, I don't know if interesting is the word that we use. What, <laughs> but, uh, so when I took the print and I got my results, I immediately started Googling the results to see if this is a common <laughs> thing. Like, is this... Are other people like this? Is this just me? But I have to think if there are results, the other people have to be like me. (laughs) But there are results, then clearly there's other people like that. Yeah, it's just, it's funny because um, I want to be myself, right? I want to be who I am. I want to find my own values and whatever, whatever. But I also really want to fit in and I want to be normal there's a balance there that you know here I'm teaching my kids to be who you are and do the things you want to do and here I have grown up you know in my childhood it was 
fit fit in, blend in. I, I also moved around a lot when I was a kid. And so we switched schools a lot. So until we got to like middle school age where we were consistent, but three different elementary schools, you have to blend in to fit in, to feel normal. So it just, there's a lot of unlearning. I think we talked about this on the last podcast is there's a lot of unlearning that goes with growth um, and living and understanding yourself and where to start. And so, yeah. I agree. No, I 100% agree with you. And I, I think that we were taught to fit in and like be normal growing up. It's I different it, now. It, I hope it I hope it's different now. I, th- I think it is. I And I feel like it took me a long time to embrace who I was mm-hmm. as an individual and feel comfortable 100% being that person, right? And not not worrying so much about what other people thought of me. But I think it is a lot different because I think you hear at least, right, our kids are still pretty young, so TBD, but my oldest is eight, will be nine this year, and I feel like there's a lot of talk about being unique and being who you are and being weird, and that's good, right? Mm -hmm. So I think think it is changing. One of the things that Megan and I have talked about a lot is, you know, I wish maybe in high school they did a lot more with personality tests, and talking about understanding yourself and who you are and what your motivations are and what you want out of life, because I think it would really help. Part of me says that would really help you start to identify what it is that you may be really good at, what are your strengths, so you can identify a career that you're actually going to enjoy. But then the other part of me is like, you're too young and you're not going to care at that point, right? I, it's kind of like, we also talk college is wasted on yeah, 18 to 24 year olds because it- taking a college class now versus then like I actually value it enjoy it want the knowledge versus Mm -hmm. just checking a box yeah it's interesting I I follow a teacher account and yesterday he posted a a reel that said I hear a lot of we weren't taught this in school and why weren't we taught this in school and I'm like hey that's me I say that so like let me watch this and he basically was like we did but you didn't listen Uh uh-huh and I'm like all right yeah yeah, yeah. And he's like, and we would have taught you taxes and we would have taught this, but it's hard <laughs> enough to get you to do the the require the state requirements to get you out of school. So, you know, you aren't going to listen at that age. And I don't disagree. I mean, I, I really feel like the youth is wasted on the young, right? Like My you don't always say that. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe that's where I heard it. But like, yeah, like it's just, it really, it truly is. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> sorry I'm having a moment now <laughs> fun fact I'm going to probate court to finish out all the stuff my dad's state today that was the conversation we were having last time just it's another cl- thing you don't know that you need to know until you need to know yes yes yeah, sorry it's okay. the combo. no it's cool I was having a moment <laughs> so I guess I guess we're done with that right yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like we covered most of it. Okay, let's move on to am I normal? So I tend to fight text my husband when I'm upset <laughs> with him. Also called sexting. And when Megan texted me that the first time to say we should talk about it, I thought she was saying sexting. And I was like, we're going to talk about that on the show? Okay, Megan. <laughs> yes, that's why I prefaced it with fight texting. Sexting. The fexting was sexting. the F sound. <laughs> versus the s but like seriously sometimes it's like so annoying to have the conversations i just type it out and there's so many like microaggressions and 
like passive aggression <laughs> that is is like in our daily lives and it's like I don't want to fight in front of the kids always right so like I'm gonna just text you and fight about it and then is that healthy like I don't feel like that's a healthy way to communicate well I think it I think it can be right I think that it, it has to be a mix you have to be able to have a conversation but I think it's okay also because I think sometimes if you're the one that's super upset or I, either way right like but I think sometimes you can get super upset when you're talking about it and get in defense mode. And if you can take a step back and take a break for a second, and then maybe you do, maybe it is just to type, type it out because you can be a little bit more reasonable when you're. And I can edit silly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Like when I, when I just talk and I'm angry, I say a lot of things that I don't mean that are like unintentionally hurtful versus being sure. thorough in my argument. Right. Um, well, because you're you're yeah. reacting versus responding, and the create writing the message gives you a moment to actually think about a response versus just a reaction and curate curate it. I guess. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, so I think I think it's a good tool, right? I think it's just another tool in the toolbox of communicating, which but is but like positive, other people right? do that, right? Like that's oh a thing. sure, yeah, yeah, okay. definitely. Brandon and I do. Brandon and I do that. And I think sometimes it is more effective, right? Because we can't take You definitely can't be way. passive aggressive in text message though. Like I'm I feel like can. <laughs> but that but that wouldn't that wouldn't be healthy. <laughs> I, mean, I think passive aggression in general is probably not healthy. <laughs> Got it. Okay. All right. Working on self. <laughs> <laughs> Note to self. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Adjust mindset away oh, from. But right. Like I feel like some relationships are hard. And especially with a, your significant other, right? I think like here and I relationship pretty easy. We get along, we can communicate effectively, but like- We, we talk about our feelings. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we like, right, we have skin in the game, but it's not the same type of skin in the game, right? Like it's not, I don't know. So I think it's different when it's your significant other. And, and I think that it puts people in a position where it's harder to communicate because they're it's harder to be vulnerable when you have so much you could lose or you feel like you could lose right yeah and I had such a terrible postpartum with my second kid that I created I created an environment where he's like on tiptoes all the time and I hate it and I'm trying to undo it because like we're three years out from postpartum but like you know I mean I've created an environment where he can't say what he thinks and feels um because it was such a trigger for me. So like, that's I, why the fight texting is more effective because I, I, I was mean, right? Like I was angry, angry. Can I just say that I am like so freaking proud of the work that you've done though? It's going to make me cry. I'm such a baby. <laughs> Stop. You can't say things like that. It makes me uncomfortable. It's in my print. <laughs> you have, you have done so much work and gotten to yourself such a good place and yeah I'm just really proud of the person that you are and who you're becoming and I think you're awesome I don't, really know, what to <laughs> say. I don't know what to say back thanks Christy go, see everybody back. needs a friend like Christy I think I've said that before and I will say it again is you know you need your morning pep talk you need your cup of coffee everybody needs a friend like Christy thanks Christy that's right come be my friend just kidding <laughs> All right. Are you normal? No. Yeah, I know. But you're kind and that's incredible. And that will carry you through for sure. <laughs> that's why people like me. They're like, she's fucking weird, but she's nice. <laughs> but she's so nice. <laughs> oh, bless her heart. <laughs>
I don't know why, but I'm wearing my cowgirl boots today. That feels accurate. It, okay. It, it may, I feel like they're making you more spunky. Like you seem like <laughs> super spunky. It must be your shoes. Must be the shoes and the red nails. Okay. Am I normal? Okay. I feel like here, no. The answer is no. But okay. So Modus plays soccer. Megan and I played soccer. We did. I get into the games a little too much for a parent. <laughs> uh oh. Like, I mean, standing on the sidelines, I'm like, yeah, I'm not crazy person. I try not to be. I've I've done a better job of not talking. <laughs> Am I normal? I feel like it. I so I feel like there's like a there's a line right of of yes it's normal, but are you speaking <laughs> over the coach? Are you correcting no. the referees? No. Are you rude to well, the other parents? <laughs> I'm 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 nice to the other parents, even on the other team. Like the other teams scored a amazing goal, and I was like, you know what? awesome job so you're a good sport you cheer for both sport. you cheer yeah. for both teams. I do I, I have maybe said something out of color to the ref I mean not like out of color. it wasn't like cussing him or anything but I'm like that really for a call he made so I can't say I'm perfect I feel like youth sports is hard for parents though like because parents are so invested in youth sports and I think as long as you're not like beating up the umpire or the referees I think I mean, that shouldn't be the line, but right now it kind of is. I think we're good. I think you're good. Yeah. As long as, yeah, no, totally normal. Cheer on your kid and the team's accomplishments. Well, all right. So challenge for today, I want to do a little, something a little bit different and that I, while I do have a challenge, it's going to start with us, Christy. So um, I would like to start a gratitude practice. Uh, we'll start, continue because I've been doing it, but I would like to say something that I'm thankful for. And likewise, I would like you to say something that you're thankful for. And everybody listening, I want you to at least once a day, really dive into one thing that you're thankful for. And if you're having a bad day, that's usually going to be something that can pull, help pull you out of it. So um, we're going to find the positive and the negative and I'll start. I am really grateful for my husband, which, you know, <laughs> I just said I fought, I fight with him through text message, but I am very thankful for my husband. And I'll give a specific example. I have been eating out at lunch a lot and I've been complaining about it because there's not really a whole lot of options for lunch. And so this morning he went to the grocery store on his own without any prompting. He got all the groceries and he got something interesting for us for lunch for the next few days as well, because he knows that's where I've been struggling is my lunchtime meal. So today I am grateful for somebody who thinks about what I need and helps me get it. I love it. What about you? I am thankful for these conversations because I think they're not only helpful for you and I, but I think that they're helpful for other people, even if it's just them acknowledging that they're not the only ones that are crazy. Yeah, yeah. a healthy break. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I think sunshine. Like I was standing in my house the other day at about close to 7 p.m. And I was like, wait a minute, what time is it? Oh my God, it's still light outside and it's 7 p.m. I just, I love this time of year because I hate when it gets dark early. So thankful for spring to be here and nice weather and all the things. Yeah. I'm also thankful for teachers. I feel like I don't say that enough, but we had a conversation yesterday with, with uh, my son's teachers and I'm really thankful for the outcome of that conversation. And I'm excited for the next last few months of the school year. Um, yeah. So find something that you can be grateful for within your day, within your week, 
And, you know, if you feel so inclined, write it down, make a list. And then on the bad days, you can go back and take a look at that to kind of help you feel re-energized with your day. Love it. Any final thoughts for us today? No, I mean, I think, I think that's it. I think find, you know, take that moment to find gratitude because something, you know, you can let one small thing ruin your day. I guess I do have a final thought. Or you can remember that maybe that one annoying thing is just five minutes of your day, but in reality, you have a whole lot to be thankful for. Awesome. All right. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye, friends. If you want to leave us feedback, please review our podcast on whatever app that you're listening to. That helps us. You can also email us hello at intentionalasamother.com or follow us on Instagram at intentional.as.a.mother. And we will see you next week. Bye.